Well, I turn it down, and then Joe yells at me, like, look at these inputs. Hello. Welcome back to Michigan's own Bestman Benchwarmers podcast. I'm your host, Alex Merrill, and here today, as is the usual, is Matt Gorser. What's going on, everybody? And uh, Cody Wood. Hello there. Ah, so it's been a fun couple of weeks of X-Wing, a lot of X-Wing being played. So in this episode, we're just going to go over uh, the GSP event news to far, because that was pretty interesting. Uh, Michigan GT, which is great. And uh, a bunch of the new leaked spoiler pilots, which look really cool. So, uh, back in local news, State of Comics actually reached out to me again earlier this week, seeing if we can do X-Wing days and tournaments with them again. So, that might work. Who knows? They don't want to be infested with Warhammer. They also offered up Saturday as a possible day as well. I mean, the problem with Saturday is it competes for the Eternal. Right. So, it'd probably still be Sunday anyways. But they showed interest, so I guess that's cool. Yeah. Getting real Stockholm Syndrome with these guys, though, you know. <laughs> Just waiting for Pando, man. Yeah, whenever the whenever the hell that happens. What do you mean? They were supposed to open up in May of last year. I saw on Facebook that they're redoing the parking lot so people don't bottom out their words. So who the hell knows? Bottom out? Apparently I mean, that back parking lot was pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 sure, there's plenty of parking. But whatever they want, man, they can they can do it. It's okay. Uh, I gotta go talk to them. Gotta see what happens. Let's see. Uh, let's jump right into it, though, right? GSP Mustafar Galaxies qualifier. Uh, there was eighty four people here, and top I believe eight. they did like a top thirty two cut. Wow, that's a massive cup for only that. Usually it's like a top 16, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. They could have done uh, a top 16, but there's like top 32s on this list fortress stuff. So I don't know exactly uh, how the format oh, went down, but it looks pretty cool. So it wasn't a clean cut. Yeah. Okay. There was five people because they did the... Uh, I can't remember if Mustafar was five rounds or six rounds, but it was the uh, X one. Uh, and then they maybe played a did a play in game to get in there. Yeah, yeah, the wild uh, that would card. explain that. That would explain that. But in this uh, top cut, there's some really crazy lists here. It's, uh, I mean, the, the, the number one in Swiss. The first order list made it in top eight. Uh, it's quick draw. It's bay. Quick draw with proud tradition. Elusive pattern analyzer, special forces gunner, FCS shield upgrade. I mean, that is a pretty standard quick draw. The only thing is shield upgrade versus afterburners. Yeah. Uh, you also had <clears throat> Captain Phasma with proud tradition, FCS pattern analyzer, and special forces gunner. 
Backdraft with Proud Tradition, Optics, Special Forces Gunner, Static with Elusive Ion Cannon, and then Scorch with Fanatical Elusive Optics. That is an interesting You don't one. often see three SFs in a list. You don't really see much SFs, SFs anymore right now no. for some reason. It's, they don't have the action efficiency to do well in objectives usually. Yeah. I do kind of like how you can force Quick Draw to take a damage off Captain Phasma, though, and then have a return shot with Quick Draw. Yeah. If for some reason you're shooting at Captain Phasma instead of Quick Draw. I I think I saw it happen. I think this list was on stream, or maybe I'm just hallucinating, but I think I saw him do that on stream, if I'm remembering correctly. How does he let that happen? Like, <laughs> That's interesting. I mean, I, I appreciate the pattern analyzer proud tradition thing where you can get your lock or reposition or evade or whatever and also get your focus. Mm-hmm. But man, proud tradition is kind of just rough because you can just take the grit, right? Keep looking it though. Like, I don't think, I think Cody's the only person I've ever played against when I've had proud tradition where he's he's flipped it. Like, I've never seen anybody flip it. I'm sure someone's out there flipping it. But it just, I just don't see it happen very often. So, I mean, it also, it is very hard to flip it. Like, they have to be stressed, first off, which doesn't happen often. And then you have to actually remember to flip it. or like, And the timing is such a weird timing because how often are you there to like flip it at that time, right? I mean, it does kind of suck that it's a crit damage for, like, salvage. So if you're carrying a box, you can't actually flip crowd tradition unless you dump your focus. But, I mean, it, it, it works. But if they're doing, like, the pattern analyzer proud tradition combo, they're probably stressed. There's no muse yeah. in the list. Yeah, I mean, I just appreciate seeing a first order list without a force user. Or bombs, so I can get behind that. <laughs> and first in Swiss, and top eight, and quick yeah. draw. Congratulations, Charles. Charles. Charles Holcomb. Yeah. You, you made top in Swiss with three SFs, and one of them cost six points. So another uh, top eight, actually, the other first order list in there is Andre Paris. He had a uh, Kylo with extreme maneuvers, sensor scrambler, and advanced proton torpedoes. Sounds familiar, Cody. That's a man after Cody's heart. Yeah. Malarus with marksmanship cluster missiles, Scorch with shield upgrade, Static with proud tradition, and ion cannon, and then Grudge with elusive electrojaff, bombardier, proxy mines, fuses. So that's, uh, I mean, the silencer Kylo still really yeah. good. Still maintain that. Yep. Static is an ion can carrier. Also, Scorch with shield upgrade. I'm not sure which Scorch I like better. There's a lot of people who are doing like fanatical predator, fanatical elusive, and optics. I might lean towards the shield upgrade more though. Just because, you know, you're more survivable. It's not like you're... It's going to be really hard to get Alpha off the board with five health. Yeah. I mean, those SF... Those FO ships can still... Doesn't happen as often as with regular TIE fighters, but they can still just 
you know, evaporate with the good yeah. shot. And like those, I like the argument for both the uh, really offensive scorch and the more defensive scorch of trying to keep them around. Because there's definitely something of I4 spinning the focus for advanced optics. And like now on defense, you are more likely to get blown up. Then I think uh, if you take two shots, you're more likely to die than a TIE fighter if you spin the focus with Scorch. And usually you only net one more damage. Whereas if you have a shield upgrade, you now have five health, you're more likely to stay alive, get that extra three die gun for another turn or something and get make up the damage that way. Yeah, I mean, there's an argument that you just do more damage when you just continue being alive than when you're dead. So, yeah. And I did just one shot of Scorch yesterday. It also took a Procket, so Mitch shouldn't have spent that focus token. It's might be time. But yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a solid. I know, Cody, you do like conch missiles on Malaris. Do you think Marksmanship cluster missiles are still pretty legit? Oh, yeah. Uh, it depends on, like, it's a medical. If you think uh, there's going to be a lot of grouped up ships which looking at the list looks like it was then the cluster missile is really good it also depends on if you're going to just fly malice into the enemy list to die or if you're going to sort of use malice as bait uh if you want malice as bait you should just have conch missiles because you're trying to stay range three and then you're probably going to be running away after that i i think that's a pretty solid list I'm not sure what I would switch out. Just upgrades to fit your playstyle a little bit, but yeah, otherwise yeah. it's pretty efficient. Yeah, some solid ships and solid pilots. Look at first order go. Yeah, next top eight, uh, Michael Sheevely. I believe he was 10th in Swiss here. He had uh, the Separatists. He ran Django with Treacherous, Jamming Bean, Palpatine, Proton Bombs, Contraband, The Late Fuses, The Title, and Veteran Tail Gunner. But he also ran Zam. He did the Double Fire Spray, still going on in October 2022. Zam with the Tori as Dooku, Jamming Bean, Seismic Charges, Contraband, and then the Lowly Separatist Bomber with Electro Chaff Missiles and Independent Calculations. Man, how happy are you seeing the uh, double fire spray list still doing I, stuff? I mean, I'd, I'd say I'm surprised, but you know, knowing that people will run double fire sprays in second edition, it's just you, you just know it's gonna, someone's <laughs> going to do it. And I don't. I mean, I don't know. I guess if that's what you want to do, go for it. I'm just, it's just, it's just tired seeing double fire sprays still. I mean, separate this wire spray specifically. That yeah. Jango Zam. Yeah, especially separate. It's like, you know, there's those lists going around with Han and two, like, Kath and Imam, which, you know, that's wholesome because, you know, <laughs> Han Solo's in it. And Kath is an inevitability. Yeah, Kath is literally, <laughs> literally has zero ability, but, you know, being a fire spray is a pretty good pilot ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... People are still running treacherous, which is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you just have bad spacing there. I don't know. I mean, Zam with Notorious is still just dirty. Yeah, that's nasty. Can we just burn all the fire sprays? Never have to see one again. 
Uh, we got Hondo. Hondo's coming, which we'll get to. And that other lady in the Separatist, yeah, the one yeah, that yeah. stole yeah. Kid Boba Fett. I think. I don't know. Uh, so, I mean, congrats. That lady has force, doesn't she? It's just going to be Maybe. A- it references force on her card. She gotcha. is... I had. I want to preface that I looked it up. I didn't just know it off the top of my head. I looked it up. She is force sensitive. I mean, isn't Finn force sensitive too? I don't know these things. And he did use a lightsaber. And apparently, to use a lightsaber, you had to have the force to actually uh, properly handle it. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that changed or not, but uh, yeah, I don't know. But in the last top eight, Doug Howe made it in twenty first in Swiss. Oh hey, that's a he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. He had uh Vader. Uh I believe the X one Vader with shattering shot, trick shot, pattern analyzer, collision detector. Ooh. The monstrosity is that. Is that that might be Vader Defender. I don't remember. Uh, what's the... Uh, I'm trying uh, to... I don't think Vader's got enough points for that collision detector. Yeah, I don't like think he does either. Yeah. Well, he also... Collision, if he has the collision detector, then it's X1. Yeah. Yeah, there's no sensor slot for... There you go. I remember the things. Yeah, I had it right the first time. Edit around accordingly. We'll see. Seventh Sister with Brilliant Evasion, Elusive, Predator, and Prockets. Yeah. And then two Jingo S with overtune modulators and Vizier with Palpatine. That's a lot of offense. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a lot of seven sister that just doesn't die. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what do you what do you think of that Vader though? That Vader's crazy. I mean, you're doubling down on the objectives. <laughs> sorry, the obstacles, and also not having the. Uh, like electro chaff or anything to get it when you want. But, but Doug's a really good player and I would not want to play against him with that Vader in any way, shape or form. Yeah. I mean, the collision detector too, which is, is real nice because you can actually just be on that obstacle and then shoot through it with shattering shot and trick shot. So maybe he did that. I don't know. How many times, how many times do you think in the tournament he got that trick off? I'm going to say a lot because of this Doug Howe. Yeah, I'm going to say twice a game. And he probably also got a trick shot, shattering shot off like one other time a game. <laughs> I mean, that's really funny to just be like collision detector on a rock shooting through it. Doesn't matter. Here's five dice from a tie advanced. <laughs> I mean, that seven sister. I like Prockets. It seems kind of weird with her because, like, her ability is only primary. It's always like Predator, but Proton Rockets are still Proton Rockets. Yeah, and the, you have Vizier there to help you set up a double-modded shot, too. And you could be really mean and just do, like, give them a strain with the Jingoist and then shoot someone else. And then Seven Sister can shoot with, like, a Rocket. <laughs> That's the joy of all three of them being initiative four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a cool list. I don't think I could personally play this myself, but it's definitely interesting. There's a lot of like really creative things going on. 
So on the top four, we have a uh, crispy again. He's third crispy? in Swiss. Has he done well this year or something? I've never no. heard of him in my life. Yeah, who is this guy? Uh, he just decided to run separatists this time, I guess, because he just does what he wants. Um, so he ran a Django Grievous pre Vizsla list because he's a monster. So Django has Trick Shot, Jamming Beam, Electro Chaff, Savage, Contraband, and False Transponder Codes, and Tail Gunner. Which, I mean, you're shooting the chaff missiles, you're going to get that trick shot off. You still have a force point with Savage. It's still gross. And Grievous without Maneuver and Pervium titled because it's very good. And then Pre Vizsla, which is the gauntlet that gives itself an extra die every other turn. Uh, if their initiative is equal to or higher than yours, and that's which, a three. Spoiler alert, there's a lot of threes and above out yeah. there. So I had Marksmanship, Bo-Katan, Death Watch Commandos, Tail Gunner, and then like the Drop Seed Base, so you can actually take all that. And, I mean, this is the Separatist Bo-Katan, so it's actually really good, as opposed to the other one, which is terrible. But this one is, uh, well, when you perform an attack, if you're at zero or one of the Defender, you can reroll one attack die. Which is really nice for those range zero attacks. Right, which I think actually does get around the modification of range zero. Yes. Yes, I think specifically mentions it on the card. Yep. Yep. But your initiative three and you're a big base, you are going to be taking range zero shots. Yeah. And if you have to be range one, then you're just like, I'm just going to roll an extra die. Why not? Let's just roll five dice and I get a native reroll. Yeah, this, this list seems pretty... Maybe I got really cute, and he gave me a Savage focus because I'm stressed or strained or something. I don't know. And he got the the Death Watch commandos in there, which can be nasty. Yeah, so now you can have like three and a quarter ships. Yep. But yeah, I mean, that's that's cool. I don't know how he got you know top four with it, but it's crispy, so I'm not surprised anymore, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it does have Aphiospe and Grievous. <laughs> yep. And the yep. Gaunt- the gauntlets are are good. We just you know people don't see them on we don't see them on the table very often. I mean, they're really expensive. That's the only problem yeah. with them. Yeah, they are, especially Maul. <laughs> yeah, Previsla is like seven points too, which is like, do you want Previsla? Or do you want to take like a couple drones? Do you want to carve out one point and bring in Django? I mean, which I mean, I'm I don't want to see these things at six points because I don't want to see like three of them on the table and a filler ship. But yeah, they're they're pretty expensive. Maybe up the loadout points on these things. I don't know. Oh man, but they they can take. I mean, the drop seat just gives them extra crew. So it's like if you start upping the loadout, you can just yeah. have this crazy. Super, super party bus like that one guy did with that mall. Um, that's crazy. Next up in the top four, though, is Paul Heaver, Ethan Swiss, with Ray with Notorious, which is super, super dirty. Nasty. Mm-hmm. Is Ray with Notorious, Rose, Finn, Dead Man, Engine Upgrade in the title. Kaz without Maneuver, Dead Man Switch in the title. 
Poe without maneuver R4 overdrive thrusters. Commander Poe. As the, yeah, as the, not the trigger app, you like what I want. And then BB-8 with automatic target priority and Han Solo. So you can roll up there and get a couple of aids, I guess. I saw that, and I'm like, I saw this on stream, and I'm like, wait a second. What is what does Han Solo crew do again? I had to pull it up on my phone. Give me that red of aid, baby, and then more of aids for everyone else around me. Which I just I just find absolutely hilarious. Like you could potentially have BB eight with three of eight tokens. It's like do you do you really oh, want to shoot at my tie pod with three of eights? YOLO joust BB eight into a tie sword. We can have like eight of them if you felt like it. Yep. <laughs> Gosh. Well, no, I mean people are now starting to play BB eight again, which is surprised that they weren't being played earlier because he's the only other two point thing. Hey, two points. Yeah. With a boost of barrel on the system phase. Right. Is it boost of barrel or is it just boost? Booster, it's a barrel roller boost. Okay. I mean, it's red, but yeah, whatever. whatever. Also, it has jam. People forget that. Don't know why. Because it's a Tide Pod. Nobody remembers anything in Tide Pods. But yeah, what do you think that notorious Ray? That's scary. Like, what is your target priority in this list? Because you have an outmaneuver has an outmaneuver Poe and a notorious Ray and then BB eight. It has to be Ray. Like the biggest thing is if you don't do it to Ray, then she's not then you don't gonna have enough firepower to kill her when it comes time to kill her. Which which feels bad because outmaneuver Poe is out there just doing Almost whatever he wants. And outmaneuver yes. Kaz. So it's like yep. you're going after Ray, you're getting strained from the Notorious, and then you're getting outmaneuvered by at least one of those two ships. And then you get a disrespect BV8 shot who's going to kill you. Because that's what always happens. Mm hmm. Yeah, there were a couple good games with this list on stream that I watched. And yeah, just. I like it a lot. I think it's I really cute. I do too. And yeah, like like we said, it, it feels bad to go all in on Ray because you know Ray usually dies. Like it's it just happens because she's a big threat. She's big aggro. And then okay, she's dead. And I I probably killed one and a half ship. And now yeah, it's just yeah, Ray is taking at least another ship down with her by the time you kill her. Mm -hmm. And then you got to deal with outmaneuver Poe. <laughs> And now maneuver Kaz because he's like with Kaz, you have to put a lot of damage in him early, or else he's just gonna start like out efficient, like efficiency ing you. Mm -hmm. And that's that's not okay. You end up like, or just bring a bunch of little tiny droids. I guess you could always do that too, but nah, uh, that's uh, that's rough. That's a rough list. I wonder who he yeah. lost to in the top four. I didn't happen to catch that. I don't know. I know Paul also doesn't usually uh, play on uh, Hexile. Oh, not Hexile, uh, online. Yeah, I saw I saw him show up in a Swiss game, and I was I was pleasantly surprised. Well, he had to lose to one of these top two people. <laughs> I think that was Marcel, but I don't. I like I don't know. But either of these other lists are pretty good. So yeah. So the runner off Marcel Manzano, 18th in Swiss. It's crushing on the way up. <laughs> Countdown with Ruthless, Crackshot, and Tyber Saxon. <laughs> Tyber's the one where it's like if he hit him at range one or two, spend uh, charges on him to give them strain tokens, which helps because basically the rest of his list is TIE 4, or is I 4.
Yeah, everyone's all of them is. So. As long as he doesn't have a face up card, right? Is that what it is? As long as yeah, it's not as like pretty. As long as we're not like critically damaged, yeah. Huh. Um, which came back to haunt me when I played Rack. So whoopsies. But I mean, like Countdown's super good. Countdown's really obnoxious. Countdown. If you give Countdown a crate, what are you going to do? Because like he cancels all your results, even if you have a crit in there, he'll just take one damage and still hold on to it. Against Countdown, you really have to either focus him or ignore him. There's no in between with him. Yeah, that's a really offense-heavy Countdown too, which is kind of mm-hmm. crazy with the Tiber and the crack shot. But he also has um, Iden with Ruthless, Elusive, Jamming Beam, and Cluster Missiles, and Targeting Computer. Which is a very strange item to what we typically see. And also, there's a lot of ruthless in this, but no one has like dead man switches. Spoilers. <laughs> so, it's really interesting. Hmm. Uh, then you got Moff Gideon with the ruthless thread tracers, false transponder codes. I super like Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon with like give countdown the strain so they can't modify the dice. And then shoot, and then give him Tiber Saxon strains, and then they can shoot a strain countdown. He doesn't care because he's just going to cancel it all and take one damage anyways. Mm-hmm. Seems really nice. Uh, he also had the other Gideon, Gideon Ask, in the Tie Fighter, with ruthless, yeah. ruthless, elusive cluster missiles and targeting computer. A lot of cluster missiles. He had Delmico, the one that gives you rerolls for damage defenders. With cluster missiles targeting, or sorry, elusive HLC, which is scary. <laughs> I have like an HLC out of Tie Fighter chasing my lat. It's not what I want. Also, with Gideon's ability, like it's not primary weapon only. It's just when you perform an attack, so right? You can so be rolling up with a four die cluster missile potentially. Two four die cluster missiles. Yeah, seems good. Because again, all these are I four, so you can just shoot them in whatever order you want. You're probably going to damage someone by the time you get to Gideon Ask. Yep. yep. Got, everybody loves Aiden. You know, if you if one of those Tie Fighters just happens to die, it's like, nope, not today. Yep. I mean, so here's the big thing: Did Marcel have this in one big group? You think? I don't know. Also, he had two ISP Jingoists with false transponder codes, and that's the whole list. But yeah, I don't, I don't know how you would. I mean, you can fly all of this in like a giant block if you really wanted to. But like, I mean, Delmi goes out to range two. Yeah, which is really nice. I mean, just uh, I didn't watch the final of this. I can't remember what I had going on, but it was not an option. I'm guessing what happened was uh, he was able to uh, burn down Ray really quickly. And then uh, once you yeah. burn down Ray, then the rest of the list you can just sort of turn into. And it's rough because you have like multiple copies of false transponder codes in there, right? I believe three of them. So it's like, who are you going to take a lock on? If you're not taking a lock on the people that have false transponder codes, you're taking on someone that's elusive or countdown. <laughs> so it's like kind of the damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the cool thing with Ray and false transponder is, is uh, Ray would let you, uh, uh, Rose, no, 
would let you just like burn all the uh, FTCs, sort of like Sam did. But it's still like once per opportunity, right? So it's yeah. I mean, it's just like oh, you shot me with uh, Jingoist. Well, I'm going to burn this blank to turn this into a target lock, and there goes your FTC. I guess. Uh, that's still just uh, that's a that's a pain in the ass kind of list. Oh, agreed. A lot of ruthless too. I'm just like, what do you? Brutal. The Empire doesn't care about their friends. The, the Empire class. has friends. Maybe Thrawn. He's a friend, right? <laughs> Anyways, the uh, number one, the overall winner, Andrew Oler. He's playing Resistance with a bunch of Y-Wigs. <laughs> because surprise. So he has uh, Commander Poe with Heroic Crackshot R4 and Proton Torpedoes. Which is a painful, painful Poe Dameron. And he's got Wilsa Tashlo, Ion Cannon, the droid that lets you rotate into a calculate, bomblet, engine, targeting computer, that's basically what you see on her a majority of the time. He's got Shaza Zaro with Tierfon Belly Run, Ion Cannon Turret, Proton Bombs, Engine Upgrade, Targeting Computer. Kai Threnali with Belly Run, Dorsal Turret, R5X3, which is the obstacle droid. <laughs> Proton Bombs, Engine Upgrade, and Targeting Computer. And then Finn with Predator, Heroic, Perceptive Copilot, and also BBA with Chewbacca. Yeah. Because that's just pure rebel efficiency right there. I, I checked. This is this was the list that Paul Heaver lost to in top four. Okay. Because that's uh what five ships plus Poe? <laughs> Which shouldn't be a thing. That's six ships, because BBA and Finn. Oh, six total, yeah. yeah. Five plus Poe. That's yep. A lot to chew through, too. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, That's Finn's kind of a pain in the ass. Always you has to, like, been. focus fire him down or else he's just going to live. You got three of, you know, seven health Y-wings. All three bank boosting, calculating, or target lock calculating. Dropping bombs. Yeah, it's like you can't chase them. Like, you pass calculates, and then you got just, oh, with Crackshot and Proton Torpedoes. It's scary. Gross. Especially in objective good. play, when you just be whoever you want. Yeah, I mean, like... Ugh. And I, I bet that Chewbacca might actually come up. Because it's like, every time someone takes like a damage card, he gets a charge, and he spends two charges to change your focus to a crit. But you have a lot of health and a lot of haul. So if you're just like not focusing on BB-8 because there's no reason to focus on BB-8, you can start pumping out a lot of free crits. I mean, the reason you focus on BB-8 is just because it's an easy kill. Just get it out of the way so you don't have to worry about it anymore. Fair, but I feel like that BB-8 is going to pay for itself real early because there's only two points. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess your targeting priority is whatever Y-Wing is the closest one to you. Because I don't, I don't know what you would, what you would do against this list. It looks like such a pain. Yeah, it does. Those Y wings, you know, who would have thought like three point Y wings would be good? <laughs> three point Y wings with double digit loadout—that might be the problem right there. Yeah. 
I don't know how like they're going to do something about that. Like obviously they have a lot of loadout because wartime loadout standardized and that costs 10 points. Mm-hmm. So if you were to bring wartime loadout, you really have five points left over and that's like, well, you could bring like a cannon, like an ion cannon turret or whatever, or like a dorsal and bombs or something. But it turns out you can just not have two extra shields and then just continue to live anyways. <laughs> I saw someone suggest that they could do kind of like what they did with the Aether Sprites. Like there's a wartime loadout Y-Wing and then there's just regular Y-Wings and they're completely different chassis. I'm starting to think that'd just be a great idea for anything that has like expensive configs because like the Defenders... <laughs> could do something like that and maybe it'd be useful to have uh, uh elite defenders yeah I think, I think elite defenders you could fly three of them and it wouldn't be the end of the world yeah because yeah elite defenders die when you don't just have infinite mods on offense and defense Another possibility you can do is maybe if you take wartime loadout, it gives you X amount of like points. So like if you had Guy Thernali, maybe you start off with like five points, but make the wartime loadout like five points. It gives you an extra like four points or something like that. So you can have, you know, X amount of points without the wartime config. And then when you take wartime config, you get bonus points to actually use it. I don't know. I'm not a game designer. No, but like these 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 Y wings, these three point Y wings, like they're just they're just stacked up. They have, I mean, it's a named, it's a unique astromech. They have bombs, engine upgrade, and turrets. Like it's just, it's a lot. And like, don't get me wrong, like they die under concentrated fire. They're still mm-hmm. you know seven health, one agility ships. It's just they're making you can cycle out Y wings faster than you can burn them down. And then I think that's the problem right there. Yeah, because like you said, that three bank boost covers a lot of distance. If you just want to just eat out of there, like see you later. Yeah, three bank boost. You get to calculate for defense anyways. And then if you chase them, now they're dropping bombs on you. So you just have to like kind of rotate cycle them. And then just most lists just don't have the general offensive firepower required to to wipe these things out. No, and I mean, it's nice to see. It's nice to see why wings do well on the table, too. Yeah, <laughs> the one Y wings that boost around don't yeah. act like Y wings. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just when you see when you see similar lists always doing well. Which I mean, there's always going to be good lists, but a lot of resistance lists have at least two Y wings in it. I mean, it's the same thing with the FO bombers. Like they're in almost. I mean, they're in almost every FO list that makes cut. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to hit on some other kind of interesting lists from this tournament. Anthony Marchand, who's fifth in Swiss, he had uh, six TIE Fighters and two Reapers. Nice. <laughs> and just disgusting. Imperial Super Commandos on Vizier as well. Yeah. It's Vizier with Imperial Super Commandos, Ablative, Faroff with Ruthless, the Child, and Targeting Computer, and then five Black Squadron Aces with Discipline, and then Wampa with Elusive. <laughs> nice. Like, it seemed like there was a lot of uh, swarms. Yeah. Maybe cluster missiles might have been the, <laughs> the way to win. Yeah. 
But like, I mean, Faroff's really solid. Yep. I think people forgot that a blade of plating is a thing, but it's actually super good with obstacles. Yeah. I think everyone just assumes it's for bombs, but you know, I could just roll over this rock and I don't care. Like I strongly considered taking a blade of plating on my lat, but I don't have enough points for that. Plus good things because I have no problem. Just like two harding over a rock with my lat to get out of the way of everyone else. And if I didn't have to take the extra damage or two, that'd be great. Or eat a bomb. But yeah, that's disgusting. I don't want to go get something like that. I don't know what I would do. Got like eight and a half ships there. And those TIE fighters are going to get disciplined no matter... It doesn't matter who you kill. You kill somebody, those TIE fighters are going to get barrel rolls or target locks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Like, so. like, I'm not... I don't... I'm not, I'm not trying to act like I'm complaining about the new list building structures, but it is, it's kind of ridiculous that you can fit two Reapers in a list and then <laughs> six, six TIE fighters. fighters. It's a lot of beef. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love TIE Reapers as much as the next person, but it seems just a, a little excessive. So, I mean, it's definitely, we're still in like a more of a beta Yes. Figuring everything out, I yeah, would say. We are the playtesters. <laughs> Virgil Haywood, who came in seventh switch, he actually had a pretty interesting list, too. He had Ray with a Notorious, Holdo, Chewbacca, Finn, and Deadman Switch, which is a really interesting Ray. It's a name I've not heard in a long time. Right. But he has he had, uh, Jarek Yeager with M9G8 cloaking device and targeting computers. So you can actually do the cloaking device swap onto Ray or whoever else you wanted to. Gosh, that was and so fun. Three Y wings made a splash last year. Yeah, but three Y wings, Jarek Eager, and also a notorious Ray. <laughs> That's rough. Also, he had the massive disrespect angle deflectors on Shasasaro. <laughs> <laughs> so you could give Ray the reinforce if you really wanted to. Whoever's out in point, which is disgusting. That's pretty funny. Again, there's a lot of a lot of really creative things. Like people are remembering that Han Solo is good, so now he's back in a couple lists. Like you see him here with like uh, Wedge and Luke. Like just have this disgusting, huge offensive thing. Somebody who just won't die. I, I I don't know why people still aren't flying Han. He's still super super good. Always has been. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, you're seeing Callus come up a lot more, which is really cool. Yep. Like, Stan Durbin, had, like, he made top 16 at 16th in Swiss. He had Callus with Saw and Leia. He had Kraken with Elusive Plasma Torps, Jan Ors with Elusive Perceptive, and then Colby Sperato uh, with Notorious R4 and Cloaking Device. <laughs> but, man, just having Callus there with Saw... You roll up with a reinforce. Crack can give you a lock. You get an extra die with Jan Ors. Like, do whatever you want. It's kind yeah, of just, like, just do wipe ships off the board. That's yeah. that's what that build is. Yeah, I mean, you can roll all six dice at range one. Yeah. And any focus you get are crits. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, pop Leia, turn around, do it all over again. Yeah. And, like, don't forget, like, I kind of actually like elusives on Hawks because they have a stop, but also they have, like, a red hard three. 
yep. that no one expects you to ever do, and then let alone recharge an elusive shot off. Especially on the Hawks that can take the Moldy Crow title, because yeah. I, mean, like, I, I don't really need our... I mean, it, it's, it's unfortunate because you can't use Jan's ability that turn, right. but if it also helps your keeper alive. Yeah. And the perceptive is just like, you just recharge multi crow every turn. If you are getting under heavy fire or whatever, or save one off or offense, say bank one into the title. Yep. Yep. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. I Man. like it. I like some of these, I like these rebel lists that are util- utilizing the ghost and, you know, Aaron Kraken. people are like, Oh, he's three points. Oh, he can take plasma torps. That's pretty good. Yeah, oh, he's super, super good. I like it, but then I also don't like it because I have to play <laughs> against it. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, there's just a lot of really cool things that were bought into this particular tournament. And they even had one Duncan list who came in top 16. Yay, Republic. Oh, oh the uh, the Jenkai Duncan list. Yeah, yeah, sorry, the, the Anakin with the crack shot R2-D2-1. Yeah, it's a known quantity, solid. C-3PO Korg, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that's... I mean, Mustafar didn't didn't disappoint. Nope. GSP events usually have some pretty solid lists. Yeah. Okay, so now on to Michigan GT, which unfortunately neither of you guys showed up for. <laughs> I, I had... Not only did I have class for my new certification at work, I also had a wedding to go to. I should have just brought the wedding to Lansing. I <laughs> I mentioned it in the Discord. The last, ever since second edition has has come out, they have. I'm not even. I know people say literally a lot when it doesn't actually mean literally. They have literally scheduled these events every weekend where I had um, engagements I couldn't get out of. Like this is the first time it was like, Oh, we're, it's a, we're going to be in Toronto. I'm like, Oh, I can't skip a Toronto trip to go to the GT. Right. Every year. I don't know. It's 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 uncanny. (laughs) You just want to think, but hopefully next year that is not the case. Man, they had like $4, like talls of two hearted there, man. Oh my God. It's probably a good thing I didn't go then. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Wow. Yeah. For people who are not from Michigan, Two Hearted is the best IPA, uh, period. In the world. In the world. Second best. What's the top? Hop Slam. Ooh. Hop Slam also by Bells, those makers of Two Hearted. It's like yes. if you took Two Hearted and made it like an 11% alcoholic content. They're doing. Uh, I don't know if you saw Alex, but they're re- they're re-releasing Top Slam again this month. I could probably oh, wait, still get it in Ipsy. <laughs> they're doing an act. They have new Bell's has new ownership, so they're they're like, oh, we just we're just so excited to have more Hop Slam, so we're releasing it in October. Which, on one hand, yay, I'm happy to get more Two Hearted, but also I always looked forward to like beginning of the year getting some Hop Slam, but. Uh, I think I still have some hop slam. I just finished my last one not too long ago. So good. I remember when we went to Gen Con, partly related to X Wing, not Gen Con. Um, Crossroads? Adapticon. 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 <laughs> you tried to shotgun a hop slam. Oh my God. It's like nine in the morning. Yep, that happened. 
<laughs> and I got halfway done with it before I'm just like, I'm dead. Oh, I mean, that, that's raw, the shotgun. It's so, so hoppy. Didn't we have some hop slam the last time we went to recess, too? We did. I'm pretty sure I brought it. Uh, anyways, Michigan GT in the center of the state, Lansing, our capital. Grand Rapids rolls up eight deep, all decked out in their Bruce Wadridge shirts. What a bunch of nerds. And it's like Grauberg, Staniszewski, and I to represent Detroit. <laughs> the real team, Michigan. Yeah, I mean, we had like Glenn, too, and, you know, the Max and Mark Baker, the the kid and the guy, but like severely underrepresented without like you two and like Josh and Marcos couldn't make it and all these people. Is Josh retired? Uh, I guess he's just very busy. Uh, so that'll do it. When I played my top four game with Zach spoilers, uh, we were talking about him. But anyway, GT, um, solid semi-regional like event. Uh, 25 people. Prize support is unreal. Like, a, it was crazy. They're giving out. They were giving out, like, the squid ship, like, Wait, as what? a prize for just oh. an arrival. Wow. Oh, nice. Like, top eight just got their own, like, ships to choose from. Uh, unfortunately, huh. I took the only one that I had left, which was a rogue class. Did you already have two of those or something? Yeah, so now I have, like, four rogue classes. For you know all those lists you've been building with those four rogues in it, yeah, I can run all four. Them. They're all five yeah, points. Put it on the table. No, I, I traded them for concert tickets. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I mean, they're like roughly <laughs> equivalent in price. So the, the dream is gone. Yeah, it's my favorite band. I'm not not going to see them right. So, uh, but it was it was a fantastic event. Is it all the way out in Grand Rapids too? <laughs> Sadly, no. Oh, actually, I was talking with uh, Chris, the guy who came in second about. The bands and stuff always going to Grand Rapids for some reason and not like Detroit. Like Dillinger never shows up on the east side too much. But man, am I getting distracted? Okay. So super fun. Four rounds, top eight cut, all the same day. Hmm. Started at like ten thirty. Yeah, that sounds rough. It was it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was nice because I'm like I have seen a good majority of these people. The locals that we saw up in like Lansing were there. So that was super fun. There's some like random people from Kalamazoo that I got to play. Granted, nice. I did end up playing like Sanazuski and, you know, people that I've always played before, but every time <laughs> that's, that's how it works. I played one new person and she was great. My first round opponent. Uh, so yeah, it was. I did check. I did have the highest strength of schedule in this tournament because four of my opponents were in the top eight. Well, three of them were in the top four. Four of them were in the top eight, and the other guy was two two. No, well, congratulations. No, it was disgusting. Didn't you say that uh, this is only a four player cut? Like, yeah, well, my my cut in game. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll just start top eight, right? Jane, she was my uh, first round opponent. I was her only loss until cut, where she lost to the guy who went undefeated. She had a uh, crispy. It wasn't crispy's list. It was something. It was another really recent list. It was scorch with shield upgrade, Malaris with the conch missiles, 
Dread with Electro Chaff, Skill Bombardier, Proxy Mines. Grudge with Daredevil, Electro Chaff, Proxy Mines, Engine Upgrade. And then the Whisper Kylo with Instinctive Aim, Extreme Maneuvers, Predator, Conk Missiles, Scrambler, Munition Failsafe. And that's a pain in the ass list. I still really like the Daredevil one hard shoot electro chaff missiles behind you where you started kind of thing. That's uh, still a hell of a list. Nope. And I don't, have we talked about the Daredevil grudge? Not on the podcast, I believe, just in person. Yeah. It was saying like you actually get to throw the electro chaff behind you. Yeah. Because you can one hard boost and then three bank it. So you end up kind of tossing it behind where initially you were. Or like, you know, like not literally behind you, but like far back enough that it's like you can't really account for that. With the Daredevil boost, like what where can you that just huge crescent of where you can put that electro chaff missiles is is alarming. <laughs> I too also enjoy having fun. <laughs> I mean when I played her I just ate the electro chaff missiles because I didn't care <laughs> because you my list that, don't you? yeah my, my list has synchronized console uh, so it's like as long as I don't get stressed off like the jam I can do like a focus action or whatever get rid of the jam and then eventually pass the lock over so I still have a bunch of mods and I have R2-D2, so I was able to, like, take a diffuse marker off the one of the chaff missiles. Pretty nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm probably the only person who was able to confidently just plow through electro chaff missiles. <laughs> um, and I also got a pretty clutch, like, loose stabilizer on, uh, I believe it was the one with Daredevil. No, no, it was Wounded Pilot. It was Wounded Pilot on the guy with Daredevil. So it's like you can't do the boost system phase thing. So that was that was very cl- clutch. That was a that was a crazy game. Uh, very fun. Man, electro chat missiles might have to go up in points. <laughs> uh, something, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would also like to mention that this tournament was actually extended, but with a ban list. Nice. So. Most people didn't bring extended stuff, but some people did. So another top eight uh, using an extended list was Deanne. She had uh, Death Rain with FCS, Proton Torpedoes, Thermal Detonators, Delayed Fuses, which is disgusting still. Uh, Death Rain's a monster. Mm-hmm. Captain Kagi, which I actually strongly considered bringing to this tournament because it seems like a very useful tool right now. You gotta pull those locks. The lambdas, lambdas in general, just why aren't they in standard yet? Like, come on. Whenever they're released. Bad Kagi with FCS tractor beam, seven sister, triple zero, baffle in the title. Yeesh. Which is nasty. Uh, then uh, Vermeer with composure, Vader targeting computer, and then Moff Gideon with elusive contraband precision ion. Seems disgusting. Yep. Like a lot of stuff I want nothing to do with. Yeah, yeah that uh, I mean, just I'm off Gideon, give the strain to Kagi. Kagi's pulling off the locks. Kagi's triple zeroing people for a free calculate unless you want a tractor beam. <laughs> yep, he's probably reinforced already. Yep, I mean, anytime you coordinate to someone, you still get that, like the, the lock or whatever with the title. 
uh, Vader crew is really good on Vermeer. Like, what do you do? Like, and you still have Death Ray to contend with. Yep, getting all them actions with those uh, thermal debts. That hurts. Uh, another top eight is Sean. He's uh, in Grand Rapids. Uh, he had a list that I've seen him fly a couple times, which is a pain in the ass list. He has a Dutch with a belly run, dorsal ion torps, concussion missiles, ammunition failsafe. Horton. Horton. With selfless dorsal ion torps, concussion missiles, munitions failsafe. God, what does Horton do? Horton lets you re-roll things. <laughs> um, I believe it's like... If there's uh, people next to him, you could re-roll. Uh, when you perform an attack, you can re-roll one attack die for each other friendly ship at zero to one on the defender. Yep, cool. Right. Uh, he's a four-point wide wing. That's yes. what there. Uh, Colby with elusive R4 false transponder codes. Uh, Kraken with elusive plasma torps. And then Saw with notorious Ursa K2S tow and false transponder codes. This list is an anti-Vader, anti-Alpha um, Strike list. Because the moment you take a lock, Saw gets a lock on you, and false transponder codes pops off whatever lock you just took. And, like, you crack in, you roll up with, like, a focus on Dutch, you crack in, you give him the target lock at, you know, engagement five, and then Dutch gets locked to someone else. And you get the ion torps, you get the concussion missiles. It's really a disgusting list. Haven't played against this before in Eternal. This straight up does not sound like a good time. Oh, it's it's real brutal. It's so under like when you look at it, you're like, okay, I don't like this list. But sure. And then when you play against it and you're like, oh god, this list is just hell. <laughs> yeah, I'm out out on this. Yeah, miss me. Like this is you know, you see Saw, you're like, oh, I can burn down a U-Wing eventually. And then it's like, oh, but he's got Notorious. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And you see the Y-Wings, you just want to burn them down. But that's a lot of, you have to really commit to that. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, you could still K2SO like Kraken in the opening engagement. So Kraken can still take the lock and have like a little focus mod. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's dirty. It's real rough. And that Dutch, that Dutch is super useful. It's it's uh, it's real brutal. <laughs> uh, I mean, no surprise they made top eight because that's that's disgusting. And it's also challenge, We're gonna go so. to the last top eight person. It's me. Hey, it's you. Yeah, it's me. I did something. Uh, so the next one. <laughs> so uh, my list is just like Republic crazy jank. I don't even know how to describe it. It's Obi Wan with marksmanship. Probably the only person in the whole world doing that. R2-D2 and Sync Console is the CLTOV. Uh, most people do elusive. I don't have the points for that because I'm bringing Sync Console. Legitimately bringing Sync Console. Yeah. And then I have Contrail with dedicated R3, Sync Console, and Proxy Mines. Um, and then Oddball in the Y-Wing with Belly Run, Proton Torpedoes, R4, and Sync Console. And then Warthog in the Z95 with dedicated Prockets and Saint Council. And then Hound with uh, Yoda 7 Fleet and Agile. And I super love this list. <laughs> and it hits significantly harder than you'd expect it to. Uh, but man, it is a pain. 
there's a lot of decision trees because that's my list. So there's nothing but like random triggers, which is how I always build my lists. It's very toolboxy. It's just uh, there's a lot of decision points because you're like, okay, who's going to target lock? Is the contrail going to be the one target locking? Which person is contrail going to shoot at to pass off the lock for the proton torpedo for oddball? And you still have to try to get the lat in there so you can do the rerolls off that so you can pass that lock off to like Obi Wan or Warthog. <laughs> like when I was playing Staniszewski, I actually managed to take like a, a range three pot shot out of nowhere. I took the target lock with Obi Wan, which is not anything anyone ever does, to shoot range three at Finn to pass the target lock up to Warthog. To give him a, a procket focused target lock shot into Finn. <laughs> nice. I love it. Which was awesome, except for it only did two damage. <laughs> Might have only done one. That was, was really brutal. But I mean, like Matt, I played you with a very similar list before. Yes. I'll try to think what you think of that when you played it. I mean, it's just. I think I played this list twice. I've won against it once and lost against it once. It's just, yeah, like it definitely is a list that is sneaky and punches above its weight class. I mean, just, I mean, Seventh Fleet Gunner with CLT Jedi by themselves, it's like a procket, like almost every turn, if you can line it up correctly. It's just, it's just nasty. And mm -hmm. don't like skip out on like that Contrail Seventh Fleet shot because that's actually super nice. Yep. Because you have that target lock no matter what. But also you have Yoda for the coordinate, so you can coordinate people for the focus and then give them that. It's, uh, man, I triggered dedicated basically every turn. Did it work for you? Did you get actually, so did you get some? Sometimes dedicated? I did. Sometimes I did. <laughs> you know, but I'll trigger, I, I could trigger up to three dedicated around because I can, three dedicated as long as no one else shoots at me. Kind of thing because yeah. the hound pulls off the dedicated hound also pulls off the uh, deplete from the arc to D two from Obi Wan. People forget hound has an ability. He's not just an initiative two lap. Wait, hound has an ability. I use hound's ability so much. <laughs> People get it. Well, also, you know, I'm using dedicated a lot because I need to reroll dice, <laughs> so I don't immediately get one shot. I thought you liked getting one shot. I mean, it happens a lot. Don't get me wrong. It happened yesterday, but you know, it is what it is. Um, let's go with my top four opponent, Zach. He's very good. He brought scum because that's what he does. <laughs> what? He has a uh, Boba Fett with Fearless, Proxy Mines, uh, the Marauder title, Maul, Veteran Tail Gunner, Manru, and Notorious, Gar Saxon, Overtuned, Punishing 1, R5P8. Layden Ashara with Dead Eye Shot and Ion Cannon, and Gamut with Elusive and Gleb. We've seen very close to this list a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. It is super good. I mean, it has uh, yeah, I mean, Boba Fett's always really good. Layden Ashara is actually not too bad, especially if you like Dead Eye Shot them, which is kind of funny. You can, like, you know, spend one of your hit results or whatever. And then, like, flip over a card and then miss the shot intentionally and then get an evade token, hmm. which is kind of cute. And I mean, it's you know, it's Manaru with Gar Saxon, 
same initiative as Lighten, so you can still use the Ion Cannon. Maybe you can ionize them, pull off one of the ions for Gar Saxon. Maybe they stress themselves. Maybe they're me and they strain themselves off like a dedicated, so you can pull off. I think Zach actually, <laughs> I boost Target Lock with Contrail a lot. So he pulled off my stress token and kept the strain token on there for another four die shot. <laughs> it was really brutal. But it was fun. That game was pure comedy because I intentionally barrel rolled my ships onto proxy mines twice in the game. Out of extreme desperation to keep them alive. That is some extreme dedication. Like, desperation. Yeah, yeah you know, it would have worked in theory. It didn't work in execution. <laughs> It was always fun to play against Zach. He was my knock me out of cut. And another top four, Matt Zymer. Zymer. I don't know. These are all Brew Squadron guys, man. I don't like this. I mean, you had three in the top four. Yeah. Good thing Sanazuski water, or else we'd be uh, Spoiler eating crow. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, he had Callus with Predator, FCS, Dorsal, Magva, and Veteran Turret Gunner. Hmm. Han Solo with Trickshot, Novice Tech, Chopper, Ezra, Gunner, uh, an engine upgrade. And then Ahsoka in the A-Wing with Predictive Shot, Extreme Maneuvers, Predator, and Magpulse. It's a crazy list. Yeah. Um, that's a three-ship list. That's Rebels. This is a three-ship, two-large-base Rebel list, yeah. Not a, not a wedge or proton torpedo in sight. I mean, you essentially have a proton torpedo with Callus. That's the other thing. Callus is so immobile. Right. I wanna, like, <laughs> that's an interesting, like, I'm trying to think of using the, um, like, scenarios with that list. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, you, just, you know, Ahsoka can give them an extra action or whatever. But, man, you don't have patience on Ahsoka. Nope. Give Predator instead. And extreme maneuvers. Like, I feel like she'll just burn through her force pretty quick. I, I mean, Magpulse is a good call, except for you have Han Solo shooting first. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. Like, it's defensive, but, like, Callus just hits really hard because you have, like, that map. I was like, I don't even know. Why would you take Predator over, like, Novice Technician? Maybe I'm biased because Novice Technician is, like, my favorite card, but still. How often are you bullseyeing things with a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a. If you're in a straight joust, probably a lot. Actually, I would not try to joust a ghost ever. You wouldn't. On my list. I wouldn't be able to turn that thing down. What about other people? Yeah, not everybody's you. Fair enough, I guess. But that's that's a crazy list. That turret gunner is, you know, nice. I guess. Like that. That's a Hansel I've never seen before in my life. Like, I don't even know. I don't know what you do. Can't tell you. Uh, <laughs> kill it, maybe? Try it? No, you're not killing that. Uh, went out of objectives because you want. The only ship you're killing is Callus. I mean, that's what, like seven points or eight points or whatever out of there? So Callus is seven, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that helps, but like, if you don't manage to kill Callus, like. What do you do? <laughs> uh, lose the game. Well, congratulations, Matt. 
Yep. Congratulations. Uh, number two, he was undefeated in Swiss. My only loss in Swiss, Chris Tanner. He had Django with Notorious Savage Proxy Mines FTC Contraband and Veteran Tail Gunner. Outmaneuvered Revis. And then he had a Bombardment Drone with Proxy Mines, Independent Calcs. Then he had two Discord Missile um, drones. Jones. Yeah. yeah. One of them being uh, 081, because why not? Yeah, why not? He's two points. Yeah. And that was a pain in the ass list to lose to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's uh, it's a it's a pretty good list. Like I, you know, it's got tools. Man, I did not expect what he was. Doing. He just like three banked right in front of me. Next turn, he's just gonna like eat a rock twice. Like I don't know what he was doing, but then just one shot Obi Wan. He didn't one shot Obi Wan. He he brought him down to like one health and then gave him a structural. Then Grievous killed him. Range three obstructed. That that'll do it. Yep. And then I was like, well, there goes that game. <laughs> uh, it's a good list. I mean, he was undefeated until the final round. So yeah. doing something right. It took a lot of locks with Django. Such a pain. And Django and Grievous are, uh, you know, if you want to do well in the separatist faction, those are some two pretty good pieces to start with. And proxy mines are always good because people are really bad against bombs. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Discord missiles are nice because people are bad against Discord missiles and forget you can just shoot them. Not just shoot them, but also how far away is the range three again? Nobody actually sort of remembers that. I mean, now I guess because you can't shoot them, you can put them on the back of the ship if you really just want to give them a crit or whatever. So there's always that, I guess. And then, you know, you're getting a prox mine dropped in front of the bombardment drone, too. Yep. He's just chilling on a rock like, here you go, have fun. And he doesn't have delayed fuses on there, too, which is the scary thing. So he can't, like, just regurgitate it and then walk over it. He actually has to, like, put it onto a rock or whatever and rotate off. Yeah, it was a solid list. Pain in the ass. And then the winner, thank God, East Coast, Ryan Sanazuski. That was his only loss in Swiss. That was fun. He had uh, Chewbacca with Notorious uh, Marksmanship, Ray in False Transponder Codes, Uh, Kaz with the R2D2 Shield Upgrade and Title, Wilsa with Ion Cannon, the droid that Rotate Calculates, Leers or whatever people are trying to call that. Bomblet. Uh, engine upgrade. Targeting computer. Kythernali with expert handling. Ion cannon turret. Proton bombs. Engine upgrade. Targeting computer. And then Finn with heroic, elusive, and perceptive. I tried a very similar list to this like a, two weeks ago when I played Cody. Yep. Didn't you do the elusive reroll into heroic like four times that night? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you do, you do blank focus. Um, I'm dead to rights, so I can't actually spend my focus token. So I'm going to elusive the focus result into a blank and my blank result and then heroic the other two. I did that yep. twice. <laughs> Several one of them was range three obstructed. <laughs> How are you getting dead to right? 
Ranged sweeps chucked. Oh, I didn't get dead to write it. I just didn't have a, a focus token because I actually did the three bank to recharge elusive. And I was like, range three obstructed against, I believe it was a two die gun. <laughs> Might have been three. I think it was three, actually. And um, that just killed Finn because he doesn't have enough defensive mods. Because I think I rolled three blanks and a focus, and then I elusived the focus into a blank, added the fifth blank, and then heroic all that and died. Because <laughs> that's what happens every time I play Finn. But it doesn't happen to Stanizuski, damn it, I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, uh, we were talking about after the game, I mean, obviously marksmanship should probably go off Chewbacca. He was debating between FTC and, like, Deadman. I still think I prefer Deadman, especially if I could, like, boost to range one or whatever off Chewbacca's ability to Deadman switch them, which is, is very pretty cute. cute, isn't it? Yeah, boost, shoot, blow up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, marksmanship never happened. Although in Santa Zeus's game, I've never triggered Notorious, so I'll take that as a win. But also, there's a lot of shots I declined to shoot in Chewbacca because they weren't worth it. Uh, he liked the Kaz R2D2 shield upgrade, and you can take like the Ion Crit or whatever and flip it. And then, like, R2-D2 off the Ion token and then get the shield pack kind of thing because they're two separate clauses, and you could use them both on the same end phase. So he's like, I could do that. I was like, eh, but when I played Kaz, I had Enduring, and I think that actually saved him multiple times, if you remember our game, Cody. Yeah, oh, yeah. I wasn't paying attention. I just, uh, yeah, like, oh, you have a fuel lake? Cool, I'm just going to APT you. And granted, I only pulled, like, three hits on the fully modded apt but you also just evaded the crits first i'm like oh okay yeah i was playing another guy and i evaded like like four or five crits that game <laughs> i like it on kaz i like just giving kaz the like crate with enduring because it makes him really kind of a pain in the ass to kill mm-hmm. and then of course you know uh resistance y-wings are resistance y-wings and they're really good in our game, it, it was just uh, it was it was a very tight game. I ended up winning eighteen to seventeen by declining to shoot Chewbacca on the last round. Uh, the <laughs> off chance that I would have died, lost by one point. So you can win games via pacifism if you do it right. True. I alpha like I just spent both my proton torpedoes into a Y wing to kill it because I'm like I. This is my only option right now. It was just outside Chewbacca, range three. And I was just kind of treading water from there, trying not to immediately lose all my ships. That's well, a fun list. It's super good. We saw it um, in another tournament we talked about in our last podcast, where I said, I was like, I really want to try that list. I think it was the Nova. I don't know. It was one of those. Could have been you know the Netherlands or the Italy or whatever, too. But uh, it's a good list. It's fun. I, I, that's a solid secondary. I'd switch up some upgrades, but, you know, he played it really well. His uh, his game went to tie, though, and he won off the uh, road ro- rolls. <laughs> Heck yeah. You know, I just feel like East Side's better at the road roll and a tie than others. Because at Nova, I had a tie with uh, Nate May, and I won the uh, road roll. Um, 
believe it was Mark Baker. He had a tie against Corey, I think, and he won off a road roll. Easy, man. But his son also beat Corey, so that was really funny. <laughs> his whole family beat Corey. Oh, poor Corey. Yeah. He was running the event. He's fine. Yeah, I mean, he's getting minor notoriety now because he's doing all those art, alt art cards for like Flybatter and GSP and all that. I mean, they look absolutely amazing. So, yeah. His list was interesting. He had Corey, he had um, Poe with Heroic, R4, Ion Torps, Overdrive, Shield Upgrade, and HLC. Hmm. Yeah, so it's like kind of a beefier Poe because that's kind of a pain in the ass Poe to take out. And the Ion Torps are nice for breaking locks and stuff. And also HLC. But they also had LO Asti with Marksmanship, Heroic, R6D8, and HLC. R6D8 being like the Predator drone droid, where you can reroll depending on how many you or other people have that defender in their bullseye. Then he had uh, Snap Waxley with Heroic Pattern Analyzer, HLC, and then Finn with Heroic Elusive and Perceptive. So if you are flying a big base, you are an alpha elephant on the Serengeti there. You are just getting racked by these HLCs, <laughs> which is cool. And I was the only Republic list until two people showed up like 10 minutes late and one of them brought Republic. I'm just like, no. I was best in faction and worst in faction. The dream. But it was, it was also a super fun event. I really liked it a lot. Would strongly recommend. I believe there's one guy from Chicago there, too, which is super oh. cool to see. You know, you really probably should actually do more events out in Chicago. I know uh, Sperry lets us know every once in a while when they are, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the guy who was there, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, he had an E-Wing. He had Gavin. Heck, yeah. Uh, that was real fun. And now uh, let's just quickly go through some of these leaked pilots here, right? Eh? Because a lot of them are super cool. Hot Shots and Aces 2 was leaked and then announced, as is apparently the trend for a lot of things in modern culture now. <laughs> uh, one of them is Corrin Horn in the X-Wing with an ability of who maybe... Maybe we have his ability. Maybe we don't have his ability. The back of the box shows him with a force point with a completely different ability. The card spread they gave us, like twice, has the same ability. So I don't know. This one is uh, after you declare the def after you declare the defender of an attack. If you have a lock on the defender, a friendly ship may transfer their lock token from you to the defender. So basically. One of your ships will like your friendly ships will lock Corn Horn, and then if Corn Horn has a lock on the defender, and then he declares him as a defender, you can take a friendly lock off Corn Horn onto the defending ship, which is That's super right. cool. Oh yeah, it's basically like a a coordinate, right? Like kind oh, it's, of, a, it's like it's a, more passive sensors. Yeah, it's like an extended passive sensors kind of thing. But, like, obviously, you're not going to do that in one turn. So, like, first turn, you just all lock Corn Horn. And then Corn Horn rolls in there. After next turn, you have a focus and you have these probably low initiative ships shooting munitions at a disgusting 
double modded because you could do it at range three kind of thing from Corn Horn, which I like a lot. I think that's super cool. Oh, yeah. But on the back of the box, who knows? He has like a force point and it's completely different. I mean, and it, I think he's going to have the force point just because like in the uh, EU, he was like force sensitive and it it makes some sense. Although I don't know how, I don't know. I They could go either way, but it also seems like it's going to be... Uh, Usually what you see on the backs are it's more up-to-date than the cards, especially with some of the uh, arrows we've seen from them before. I mean, Matt, what do you think of this? You might want to... You're going to play Rebels with Corn Horn now? I mean, yeah, I mean, it seems pretty cool. <laughs> I'm more excited. I want to see what Wes does. That's what I want to see. That's fair. Wes is in the box, but they did not reveal anything. Corn Horn's also an I-5. And that's, yeah, that helps. That's really good. That's a pretty good pilot ability by itself. Yeah. And uh, the next one, Cody, I know you're excited about this. They brought back Tycho. Psycho. Uh, slightly Psycho different Tycho's ability fun. than his 1.0, obviously. Um, and he has two or fewer stress tokens. You can perform actions even while stressed. Super, super cool. Yep. I, I mean, sloop, focus, boost, do whatever you want. Exactly. If you give them the config too, right? Like you can still be stressed and then do like the red boost during the or the, the rotate during the system phase, which is kind of cool. So you could yeah. still do a sloop and then boost after it or whatever. I mean, also he's a five, so that is also just really good. Yeah, I mean, i five i five a wings are pretty good. I mean, i five anything's pretty good. I don't know where he fits. Like I'm not sure where I'd run him in a list. He's gonna be cheap, right? Like uh, he's not—he's still an A-wing. He's not gonna be like Ahsoka. So he's probably four points, gets a decent amount of loadout. Yeah, that's what I would think. Like you know, it makes sense that Ahsoka and Hera are five points. But yeah, I wonder what kind of upgrades you put on him though. It's like, do you put elusive on him because he can still like do the sloop and get an action? Do you put like Daredevil on him because that's really funny? Like. It's going to be really interesting what kind of loadout he has. I think Procket. Procket seems solid. Yeah. You could sloop and then focus boost Procket someone. And they got a couple other people that weren't revealed yet in Rebels. It looks like they're having basically five of uh, five people in every faction. Okay. Uh, what was the other one? It was only three for, per faction, right? Yeah, and that wasn't even in every faction. It was just kind of like a random assortment of people. Oh, it was not the uh, the extended factions is what it was. Oh, not the extended, the... Uh, sequel. Sequel factions, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we're going to get Wes Jansen in the next wing. You're going to get uh, some other A-wing pilot, and you're going to get Pops in the Y-wing, who we have no idea what he'll do, but he's also getting a standardized card. So maybe it'll be similar to that one. That other A-wing pilot was one of the pilots introduced in... Uh, squadrons was one of the characters in that game all right i played the tutorial mission of that game i only i only know that because i literally looked it up on wiki wikipedia right now and she's also force sensitive so 
maybe another A-Wing pilot with a force point. Who isn't force sensitive in Star Wars? Right. This is true. Every main character is force sensitive. So Pops in the standardized card, his ability is when he performs a turret attack, he can re-roll up to two attack dice. So it'd be, it might be interesting if he still has that ability. Who knows? What is he, like initiative three or something? Uh, Four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. But again, that's that standardized card. Like Dooku's a three in the scimitar, but he's a five in there. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, for Imperials, you got Juno Eclipse back from the Force Awakens. She's They're back. Dead. Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Force Awakens is a movie. She's an I five, and after you perform an action, you could just perform a red boost action. That seems pretty good. Seems really mm-hmm. good. Target lock booster range one. Ugh. God, what, what was her ability in first edition? It was Ved Foslo's. Ah, yep, that's right. She was able. Yep, yep. So, I, they're just going to straight up replace some random character with some other random character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, do not look her up on the internet because it is you're not going to find any decent, nothing but uh, over hyper sexualized pictures. What? What? I don't believe you. <laughs> in Star Wars, I've never seen this before. So, uh, also coming out for the Empire is Second Sister and the Interceptor at I-4. Two Force Charges on the Interceptor. Oh my, yep, from the hit game, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, it doesn't even have an ability. The, huh? the, at this point, it doesn't even have an ability. The ability is I have two force. And, and an evade, so I could take juke. But yes, uh, while you perform an attack, after the neutralize result step, if the attack hit, you can spend two force. And if you do change all of your hit results to crit results, <sighs> which is a really good ability, too. Especially I mean, for, like, salvage. Oh God, this is, like... It's an I for better fin route because like two force is better than a focus token. It's it's, it's pretty dirty. It's super cool. I, I like I know Marcos is gonna fly this like crazy. <laughs> right? It's just it's just nice to see because you know the Empire has been struggling for a long time. To yeah, be you never see Empire in any tournament ever. Nope. They've been They're struggling. not doing well. I hope I hope second sister is a shot in the arm that they need to. <laughs> Um, speaking of shot in the arms, though, you are getting a, like a, a tie heavy pilot. Yep. Whoever that is. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll be viable. And then you're getting uh, two tie fighters as well. Yep. Not enough tie fighters in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Scum pilots, though. Oh man. Oh man, you got Hondo and Aka. Oh gosh. And a fire Hondo. spray. A fire love spray. Hondo. Why? I won. As an action, you can choose two non-huge ships at range 0 to 3 that are not friendly to each other. Each chosen ship may perform an action that is on your action bar, even while stressed, in the order of your choice. And then you gain a calculate. That's so Classic cool. Hondo. That's so cool. Like, oh my god. I mean, it's nice that, like, it's not super degenerate where it's like, they can still do the action even while stressed because you could just abuse that really bad at I one. Mm-hmm. So at least it's semi fair, but also range zero to three includes yourself. So you can just roll up and like target lock calculate or, you know, boost calculate reinforce calculate because it's gain a calculate token. Yep. Wait, 
I mean, you still have to choose an enemy ship, but you are range zero to three of you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that init- an initiative one fire spray, like, my God, just... You just... They did fix Hondo with that, uh, even while stressed. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the important thing. But, like, you can also add things to his action bar, right? You can get crew that give you coordinate. If you really want to, like, coordinate one of your own ships, do something else to someone else to react to whatever they just did. Right? Because you choose the order, so you can give them a ship, or coordinate them, essentially, with this ability. And then have them do an action. It could be like a boost. Then you can coordinate a buddy to like do an action to respond to that, which is super cool. It's so scummy, and I love it. It just sucks so, that I have to fly a fire spray again. Does Hondo get to choose what action the enemy ship does? No. Okay. It does not. I, I don't believe so, no. Okay, I was just making sure I read, read everything correctly. And it still has to be on his action bar, but like, that's so cool. Also, it could backfire really bad because you have reinforced on your action bar. <laughs> Classic Hondo. So that's that's awesome. I love that. Also, you get Dr. Afra. finally. No one knows what her ability is, but she's a three and she's piloting a YV. So that's fun. And then speaking of fun, you got Tor Fun. The tank fighter that they made up specifically for this game. Um, That was revealed earlier, but we never went through it. After you perform an attack, if the defender was destroyed, you may perform an action, even while stressed, and then gain two strain tokens to perform a bonus attack. Uh, Legitimately seems pretty good. I mean, again, like... It's a second clause, right? So you don't actually have to gain the two strain tokens to perform a bonus attack. So it's just like when you kill someone, you just perform an action. Yeah. Less stressed. Really, really nasty if you're both like the same initiative at three and like you kill them and they have yet to fire and you just boost past them. <laughs> That's what I want to do to someone. Boost barrel out of arc. Like, hi. Hi. <laughs> and then you shoot them again. Sure. The dream. But it's interesting. I mean, Fang Fighters are in like a rough spot right now just because everything's really spread out in objectives. And it's not like they're going to take like a crate or whatever, and it's hard to get to range one and stuff. But it's cool. More more Fangs. That's always fun. You're getting the, another rogue class in there, Dirge. I think he's from like the original Clone Wars hmm. from 2008 or whatever that was. And Lappin, most importantly, who I had to look up in one of the the, uh, the mining guild ties. It was just some kid. I don't know the lore. Now, Resistance is getting some super cool stuff, man. You get Poe Dameron in the Falcon. Oh, with yeah. Just a disgusting ability. He's still I-6. He's got two reoccurring charges. Before you execute a maneuver, you may spend one charge if you do ignore obstacles during that maneuver. Already borderline busted. (laughs) After you fully execute a maneuver, you may spend two charges to perform a white boost action or a red barrel roll action. Then if you perform the red barrel roll action, expose one damage card if able. So (laughs) you can do a maneuver, do a red barrel roll. With a large base ship. 
And then also because presumably you'll have the title, you can also like red boost after it. Or if you have like engine upgrade, just white boost after it. Because you can boost it. while you have stress tokens. I absolutely hate it. <laughs> so you get a double reposition Falcon at I six. I was I was about to say, good thing he's not initiative six or anything. <laughs> oh, also, it's good thing those charges don't recur. Oh, wait, they do. Uh, yeah, right. Just ignore an obstacle too. Like that's super huge to begin with. Let alone arc dodge barrel roll boost. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to imagine that he'll be nine points when he comes out, but I know better. That's fine. He could be nine points. It's still really good. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for this bow. That's just disgusting. <laughs> Ugh, I'm not I love it. It's awful, but I love it. Also, you're getting Lando in the Falcon at I-5. No one knows what his ability is. Fun. And you get Zay Versio. The T70, I3. While you defend, if the attacker is damaged, you can reroll one defense die. Okay. Because it's her father's daughter. So she gets the reroll against yeah. damaged ships. Yep. Because she is the uh she is the daughter of Delmico and Aiden Versio. And they did the very progressive. I'm gonna take the uh, wife's last name kind of naming scheme there. I mean Versio is way cooler than Miko. I agree. Yeah. Zay Miko sounds terrible. You also get another T-70 in there, and then a resistance transport guy. That's interesting. Maybe they'll be useful and not have just Kova, and then very niche things. It won't just be the Kova, Kova Dell expansion. Hey, hey, hey. That I coordinate like four times and jam the enemy is also pretty cool. I agree. Name that pilot. I dare you. Uh, without <laughs> looking it up, I can't. <laughs> right. That's the problem. It's uh, it's Noden. I remember that because I had a really hard time finding his artwork. <laughs> that was going to be my next guess. Yes. How did we not know this? Uh, first order, you got uh, Joel Gergerod. Uh After you perform a boost action, you may spend one charge to remove one non-lock red or orange token. Three charges, non-reoccurring I-4. Seems not good. <laughs> Or, well, like, the ability doesn't seem good. It's still an I-4 bomber. What are you doing with the boost action? Are you doing that as your action? Because that seems kind of strange. Like, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what to do. I mean, I guess if you just do your boost as a normal action, you can remove the stress from yep. it. So what I've been saying is, like, you put prime thrusters. You could do your red maneuver. You do the prime thrusters boost. And you remove your stress after you did a red maneuver or something. Could also, I guess, put Daredevil on there and remove the stress from Daredevil. Yep. That's the, the pilot ability seems a little niche. Oh, definitely. But it might just—it's just another bomber. It's going to be better than Scorch and Dread. That's, so if it's the fair. same point. Then there you go. We're also getting Agent Tierney in the side shuttle. But that's some sort of condition card, and we have no idea what that is. But that's an I-3. You're also getting three other FOs, TIE Fighters, FO Fighters. Because we don't have enough. Uh, yeah. You know, Why would you want something cool like another silencer pilot? Or a BA pilot. Like, there's only three. Right. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised none of them are like a BA pilot. 
I'm sure one of them is going to have a great BA ability too, just because they can. <laughs> That's fair. Next up, next the Republic pilots get Adi Galia Galia. Yep. Yep. I five. Uh, two charges. If you like sneak a peek at one of their like Twitter posts, you can see that she has two charges at the bottom for force. Hmm. So it's uh while you defend at attack range one, you may spend one force. If you do, the attacker cannot get that range bonus. And while you perform an attack against a defender at range three, you can spend one force and the defender cannot apply the range bonus. It's like 1.0 inquisitor ish. I was yeah. going to say, it's the opposite of the Inquisitor, right? That's all it is. It's like 1.0 Inquisitor. Uh, 1.0 Inquisitor is just like uh, all your attacks have range one. Yeah. Right. And then and they don't get the, the bonus. It's, uh, yes, yeah, uh, whatever it is. It's kind of like Grand Inquisitor and like click in one. But with the force. I think that's super good. I think putting her in a 7B and then denying them the range bonus is really nice. <laughs> uh, definitely. I mean, it's right. Or, you know, incoming range one, you only got two agility. Just deny them the range bonus. Really works well against like Y wings and stuff that only have two attack dice, right? Yep. So if you roll up and like they have Torps, you get them in the range one with a boost. Instead of rolling three dice, well, they just roll two, and then you're just like, that's fine. I'm rolling four. I think I would much prefer to fly her in a 7B than I would in a CLT Delta 7. I'm excited because I played I played the shit out of that Jedi Starfighter game when it came out like oh, 20 years ago. Jesus. She was the main character. Isn't that where also Captain Nim came from? Yes, I think, yeah, he was from that as well. I think that's super cool. I like it. I wonder how much it'll cost. I mean, it's probably just cost the same as Plo, and that's bad because then you get more reasons not to play Plo, and that's very upsetting to me. Uh, we're getting a new lat. His name is Sicko, which is awesome, but it's also a condition card, so no one has any idea what he does. But he's an I2. I hope he does like Tokyo Drift Donuts. That'd be awesome. That would be dope. Oh, gosh. If he has, like, uh, some way of doing the uh, side slips, I'm in. Yeah, that'd be disgusting. Let your other ships do side slips? Yeah, after you execute a basic maneuver, uh, you may assign the sickening maneuver condition to yourself, so... Sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. If I get a lat that side slips, I, I don't know what I would do with this game. <laughs> You'd be side slipping the lap. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting a uh, Kit Fisto in the uh, Actus. He's an I4. Finally. With two force. Um, while another friendly ship defends, if the attacker is in its bullseye, you may spend one force to change one of the defender's blank results to a focus result. That's kind of like Ayla in the Actus, but slightly different. It's actually just worse than Ayla and the uh, crew. Yeah, I mean, listen, you only can get so much out of these things. Um, well, it's, all, it's also thematic because those two had the hots for each other in the universe, but they were they were good Jedi and never acted on that. 
Is it because they all have like tentacles and stuff? Is that why they were? I I don't know. I just <laughs> I hate that I know all this stuff. I just want to make that. I just want to make that clear. I hate that the stuff lives rent free in my head. I almost don't believe you. No, I do. Like I wish. I wish that I could uh, put other stuff in there besides this. But you know, I mean this this helps things like CLT Jedi because CLT Jedi really tries to have things in its bullseye. And then spending one of Kid Fisto's force can help. It's more consistent than dedicated. And I guess if you want, you can put patience on Kit or like have Yoda crew somewhere to give him the force charge back. Is that how that works? I don't know. That's not actually how that works. Never mind. That's Yoda. Yoda ship does that. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say Yoda crew's purple actions and, and maneuvers. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, cool, I guess. I4 Actus is a little sketchy, but... I mean, you know, Actus is a cool ship. Mm-hmm. And what the... Uh, I mean, granted, she's a lot better, but there was uh, the one that made rounds, uh, Shakti. Yep. Yeah. Up next is Gavin Sykes. He's in some sort of Naboo fighter. He's an I3. We only have a partial text from him so it's like well i defender perform an attack at the speed of your reveal maneuvers greater than the enemies you can something to re-roll your blank results i mean it's probably just you may re-roll your blank results yeah, probably or you may re-roll yeah it's kind of like rick ali but not and also we're getting some sort of torrent i guess cool same as slammer give him the slam action have fun We've, I don't know. I, I like those Republic pilots. I'm not sure if I'd fly any of them, but Adigalio seems pretty solid. Make make the torrents viable somehow. I mean, yeah, you got to do that eventually too. That's the important I mean, part there. Stop trying to give them, make them, uh, whatever they're trying to make them do. Uh, barrage rocket carriers. But they don't even give them like the lowdown stuff for barrage rockets. It's really weird. Well, not for like four points. Uh, Anyways, last two separatist pilots. You get a human droid tri fighter guy, which is awesome. Volan Das. He's an I five. Yes. After you fully execute a red maneuver, you may choose one enemy ship at range one. The chosen ship gains one strain token. You can remove one stress token. Oh my gosh! So good. <laughs> Especially at I five, you're going to be able to take the focus action. <laughs> right and like. It's a droid tie fighter, so they're they're kind of iffy, but they have like their red maneuvers are a three k, a five k, and one talons. And also, um, I don't I don't have the dial handy on me right now, but his this pilot is modified for organics. Yeah, so. he's got a he's got a he's he's not network calculated, yep. so he's not affected by standardized stuff. Uh, you reduce the difficulty of your two and three bank maneuvers, which means those are also going to become red. No, no, you reduce the difficulty. Your your two and three banks are now blue. Oh, oh, reduce. I'm sorry, I yeah. can't read. But you increase the difficulty of your three speed maneuvers, so that just makes them white. So or sorry, your three white. turns. Those are white. Yes. So it's the disgusting. You get like the silencer dial. <laughs> you get blue two hards, blue two banks, blue three banks. You get the blue three banks. It's an A-wing dial. It's even yeah. better. Yeah. Sorry, it's a 1.0 silencer dial. My bad. It's the Christmas tree. 
you don't get the five straight blue, but you get the four straight blue. And then like that one talon, if anyone's chasing you, just one talon, you give them a strain and then you get your action. I mean, five K five K is great. It's always yeah. been good. I, I just hope that he's costed appropriately because one of the, one of the things that breaks my heart the most is that these tri fighters just are never on the table. Right. But just imagine doing like a one talon, giving them a strain, shedding your stress, and then doing like a boost focus. I'm here for it. <laughs> or like a roll mm-hmm. of aid. It, it's, it's real crazy. I, I like this pilot a lot. I hope it's probably still costed at four like the rest of them. Cause that'd be nice. Yes. Hopefully. But man, that's so cool. That's so, so cool. And I like how they're just like changing the, uh, the entire chat see ability just like hey you can do this go on yeah why not somehow you wedged yourself into that ball you're good uh, and the last one is uh, Ara Singh in the separatist fire spray she's an I4 and there's a mention of a force on her card and that's the only thing we know about her yeah so presumably she has the force but like I guess Tepusk references a force and doesn't actually have a force token, so it's not one hundred percent guaranteed. There's a good chance. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a strong possibility. And you get a dirge in the rogue class. So you get them both in Skullman Separatist, which is cool, I guess. Nice. You get some sort of Iron Man like villain called the Iron Assembler, so that's cool. And a vulture. And uh you get some sort of other vultures. Kelrono, I hold out. Yeah. Is that like a human, do you think? I'm going to assume, I'm just going to make a guess that they are droids that were still active after the end of the Clone Wars. Sure. That, that, by the word hold out just makes me think that they're just droids that didn't shut down. What was the uh, the Clone Wars episode? About not Clone Wars, the Rebels episode about that. There was an episode. Yeah, there was a. I, God, I don't know where that planet was. I've never watched Rebels, so I'm I'm no use in this. One day, yeah, maybe. But yeah, those are all the pilots that have been uh, leaked and revealed. I am super excited for all these. It's a nice, you know, injection into the game without like releasing a bunch of weird cool ships or whatever five pilots per seems very reasonable Mm -hmm. and i think the price is like 30 bucks so it's like affordable for the amount of stuff you're getting because it's just cards cardboard so it's not like it costs them a lot of money i don't think there'll be dials or anything because you're not having any cross faction stuff so it's fair i I'm very excited for this. I am as well. I'm pretty in on it, yeah. I I do wonder what Dr. Afro's going to do. And who knows? Maybe Lando's incredible. <laughs> now I just got to find a picture of an old Lando and put that as an old just, Maybe his pilot ability is like... Creep on a younger lady that's possibly his daughter. Set up, you can grab another pilot from another faction for the cost of zero points. Gross. Uh, I'm excited. I mean, Hondo looks awesome. Juno looks awesome. Adigalia looks awesome. Maybe those first order pilots will be fun, Cody. You never know. 
Don't forget second sister. I mean, yeah, and Poe Dameron. Oh, my God. God, yeah. I don't think the FO pilots would be good until they do something to uh, Malus. Malus is just Malus right now. That's fair. I mean, what 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 could they do to Malaris though? Like, it's not like you're gonna four points, four points no for Malaris. Hmm. No loadout pie is all you need to do. Yeah, make her two points. No loadout. <sighs> no three points. No loadout. Give her the cannon slot. <laughs> Run around jamming being people. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be interesting. I, I'm super excited for this. This is supposed to come out uh, November 25th. So, Oh, nice. Right around the corner. Yep, month and a half away. I believe that's it. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at thebestfinbenchwarmers at gmail.com. Also follow us at Twitch and Twitter at MIBenchwarmers. Uh, don't forget to uh, rate us on any podcasting services you have. It really helps out a lot. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Take care, everybody.